0: Leia Healthcare it's good to live proud sponsor of the Real Health Podcast with Carl Henry
1: Welcome to the Real Health Podcast with me Carl Henry in association with Leia Healthcare folks today I'm in Croke Park to meet an absolute legend of Irish sport today we're going to talk lessons of life with Michal O'Mara Hurtig Michal Merhertig, thank you so much for coming on the Real Health Podcast. I really do appreciate it. How are you?
0: Very good indeed. And it's nice to see a little bit of green in front of the, <laughs> the microphone.
1: <laughs> so, on today's yeah. episode, we wanted to come and talk to you and chat to you. Yeah. Um, it's very much about lessons of life lived. You had an amazing yeah. career, yeah. a fascinating yeah. life. Um, you're still full of energy, full of health, still climbing mountains. Yeah. And I thought it would be amazing for our listeners to come in and chat to you and just ask you about what advice you would give to them in terms yeah. of, you know, we were chatting even before we came on about people, you know, up and coming, worry is a huge issue in life. People are worrying more than ever before. They have you know, the, the coping mechanisms to deal with it. You've had an amazing life. Uh, teaching was your, was your first was your, was your first I gave love. a good
0: few years teaching, but I was broadcasting at the same time. But very few games were broadcast, you know, up to, I'd say, the, the late 50s and then the 60s. One match on the Sunday. So you wouldn't make a living out of it that time, you know, unless you were full time in the office or something.
1: And talk us through how you started, how you got into commentating. I know I, that you were you were teaching, first of all, and then went for an well, audition. No,
0: I was only in the teacher's training college. Okay, And it's the thing I've often mentioned, that a lot of things in life happen by chance. Uh, A notice happened to be there on one day. It was Radio and at the time. They were inviting people to come to Croke Park the following Sunday where there'd be two hurling matches and they would give trials for commentating through the medium of Irish. And it also said you'd get in by going to Styles 5, you'd get in free. That was a big attraction. (laughs) (laughs) So about 10 of us went and others came from other sources and we had a great day going up into what Mihal O'Hare's box that was known as that was between two old stands at the time and did the trial and I happened to be chosen to broadcast the Railway Cup football final on the following St. Patrick's Day.
1: And you had little, a little bit of luck I think when you came in for your, uh, your commentary Oh yes
0: now I didn't know much or anything about Harley, but I knew the person that was playing in goal for UCD uh, he was a man from Dingle and he you know, it's interesting, his name was Hurley. <laughs> his father was in the bank there. We didn't know when he went to school in Dingle with us that he was a hurler. But the father had been maybe for a few years in Tipperary and in Cork and hurling places, brought it with him, and then when he came to UCD, he took it up at UCD, and he played with Dublin as well and qualified as a doctor, and he was at sea for a while and finished up as a doctor maybe to the Limerick hurling team years later, but I knew him. He was the only person I knew, and I knew it was only a trial, and to us it was a bit of fun. I also know that the adjudicators could not see the pitch, so I highlighted my hurly friend all (laughs) through, and uh, it may have helped. But uh, one thing I would say really now, looking back now over all the years, I think one thing that helped me is I never took myself too seriously. You know, I was always glad of you know the look I had to be in a job like that. I was very happy with it. I made a lot of friends through it, but not to be imagining yourself to be something which you are not. I consider myself an ordinary follower that had the privilege of going to many, many great games and the added privilege of being broadcasting them for radio and as it was or TE later so. I would, uh, I always was hopeful, looking forward, and I spent a while training players, you know, that okay. used to play for Kerry, those students in Dublin, maybe teaching in Dublin, maybe a civil servant in Dublin, quite a few of those, and we also took in players from other counties that were here in Dublin, and, uh, you know, people had not cars that time, young people had not cars that time, took them all in, and... Naturally, you'll be beaten as often as you'll win. And my advice always was, it's over. The past is the past. You can't influence it. You can influence the future. And to look forward with hope to the future. There is nothing like hope. And I know great managers that would impress that on their players. We had a bad day today. We lost a big game. But there'll be other big games coming, and we'll be better prepared for the next one. I think hope is great to have at any stage and especially among young people. Uh, I think they worry too much about the points they'll get. Will I get this course of that? My advice would be not to worry. Wait until the points register comes out. Have a look at it. I know you can appeal but as a general rule people accept them. And never again, I said, to be a big topic that day. But never again will it be mentioned to you the leave and set of nineteen, whatever or eighteen or twenty something, whatever it will be. And I think it's, it's futile to be worrying in advance. It's better face the future with hope always, and it turns out, you know, to be to be there for you. But a bit of hope.
1: And of course when the chances come along like your own did, uh, you got asked to you know, come for the trial in, for the commentary yeah. You, yeah, exactly. a lot of people would have turned away from that, would have been afraid of it would have been scared of it yeah. and, and yeah. had you done that, life yeah. would have been very different
0: Yeah, and if I had been told that hey, I, you'll never make a commentator I'd just accept that you know, and if I was very keen on it, I might go and do something that might give me a chance later on again, I think that's the way to accept things there's another believer, I'm a great believer in old sayings. We call them shanokile in And there's one of them, I think it's a great one. Bian The help of God is on the road. Now to me the road doesn't mean Tar macadam and all that. The road is any place that takes you to someplace else. But what it really means, I think, Along that road, and I would call it the road of life, you will meet a lot of people who will be willing to help you if you need help. And I think we should all have the courage when we need help to recognize it mm-hmm. and to say, what can I do about it? And then there are plenty of people along the road. Some of them might never volunteer and put up their hand to do thing, but they're delighted to be asked, to be asked to help, to help somebody I think that's a great privilege, if you're able to do it. But certainly you will lose nothing by approaching the various things along the road of life. People would be the major thing, really. Approach those. If you have a problem that you think they'd be an expert, could be anything, Mm -hmm. tell them, listen, heed it, if, if you think there's a bit of sense in it.
1: I think it's something that's become far more acceptable now for men in particular, that um, the cycle against suicide thing is that it's okay not to be okay. And it's a fantastic statement, a very powerful statement. It
0: is, and I've knocked across it several times. It is in uh, places like Pieta House and different charities, you know, and different groups of people that come together to improve the life of others. You know, it's a great thing. It's It's a big thing in that, and it does work and it, it's worth pursuing yeah.
1: just from over the last 62 years of, of when you were commentating yeah. what are the games or the moments that stick out vividly even to this day in your mind or are there a select few or is that an awful question Maybe well, that's an awful
0: question. I come from County Kerry and they win you could say frequently you know they win an average of 3 out of every 10 sometimes it might work out of that but it you know, other decades will come when they might win four out of ten. But I think there is always, or there was always, something very, very special. When you witness something happening that never happened before, like a county winning for the first time, or reaching an All-Ireland final for the first time, or even winning that first-ever provincial, I think that is an extra dimension to those. Because the people in those areas, they do not know what what it means. And I remember in particular when Donegal won 1992. I really thought they hadn't much of a chance. It was the year after the famous four games between Dublin and Meath.
1: I, remember, I was at those, I remember and were, them.
0: And they were great days. And eventually, Meath succeeded. And Dublin lost and heartbroken and all that they were playing better than ever the following year and they reached the final and so did Donegal for the first time ever and on occasions like that I'd wander off the week before to that county. really yeah to get the feelings of you know people there now I remember going to Donegal I was up there on a Tuesday morning I was near a nice little golf club. I said I'd drop in and have a few hits before I'd meet people. There were three inside. Naturally, they were discussing the East All-Ireland final. Next Sunday. This is Tuesday. We haven't long to wait. And when they saw me, one of them knew me, knew I was from Kerry. And they started bombarding me with questions. (laughs) And they said, we'll play a game of golf. All through that game, it was question after question. What's it like to be setting out, going to Croke Park, and your own county's going to be coming out there? And I'd give an answer to that. And Then, what's it like to be sitting at the stand when an, an announcement goes out? Here comes the Donegal team. What's the feeling like when you count, you hear your county's name being mentioned? And I describe, you know, how wonderful it is and all that. When you see your own county playing, when you see one of your county going up to take the cup, you know, they were really... And I had a sort of a sympathy because I was sent there in for a huge disappointment at the end, even though they were quite happy that we were going there for the first time. But they played fantastic football, and they won it. And the last thing I had said to those when I was leaving... One of them said to me, I suppose the four of us will never again meet. I had told them I want to go over to the Gaeilthet now to see Muinthet the The Gaeilthauir na And uh, uh, I suppose the four of us will never meet again. And I said, if Donegal win on Sunday, I'll be back in this clubhouse at 10 o'clock on Tuesday morning. <laughs> and I want the three of you there. And we shook hands again, and I headed for Gidaw. And I met them. I called out to Malahide, the Grand Hotel. That's where they celebrated. I got out there about 1 o'clock on Sunday night, and I met one of them. And when I saw him coming towards me, he had the happiest countenance I ever saw. He had a fair help from John Guinness or something. (laughs) And it took me a good while to find out what he was trying to tell me what he was trying to tell me was, could you ever make it half twelve? <laughs> but we were there, and then I had a silent couple of holes ago. They were telling me what it was like. It was unbelievable.
1: And in terms of work, a lot of our, I suppose, you know, younger listeners, they're starting into jobs now, or they're in jobs. Yeah. It's huge pressure financially, yeah. obviously, yeah. in terms of the rental oh, yes. market, the yeah. mortgage market, and they're yeah. doing things that they really don't, enjoy doing yeah if they're listening in on the way into work to the podcast today what's your advice to them
0: be willing to change even be willing to give up a job and I've known people that did that and go back to college mm-hmm. or do something that would bring them into something they like you know they if they'd want to be in the sporting world if they'd want to be in the business world there are many avenues don't be don't be stuck in the rut and afraid to do anything about it in case you'd be worse. Yeah.
1: And before we, we began the, the interview, we were chatting about a, a, a friend or colleague who had, who had become a golfer. Tell us a little oh, bit about that story. Yeah.
0: Well, that would be an individual term, but it's a very good example. Uh, he was a very good footballer and he was a very good golfer, maybe playing off of one or two handicapped. And um, he fell into ill health, he thought. I went to several doctors, and it's hard for a doctor to diagnose at the time, and one doctor happened to say to him, I know what's wrong with you, you're not happy in whatever job you have. And he told me, by luck, I just ran into my head, the only time I'm happy is when I'm playing golf. And the doctor says, we have found it. If you have any way of becoming a full-time involved in golf, your health will improve. And he went then, and he did a course at that time. They had to do a course on how to give lessons to young golfers, to know all the rules of the game, Mm. how to maybe make a few bob if there's a shop in the club, you know, that he'd have an involvement in. And he did all those, and his health improved immeasurably. And he had a most wonderful life, and he's still around. (laughs) (laughs) Just because... He went to somebody. Got there's something wrong with me, and he happened to say, "I know what's wrong with you." And then he was lucky enough to say, "The only time I am real happy." And th- that's a good line for anyone. Mm-hmm. Find out what would you be really happy. At. Some might like to be working on the land. Others might wor- like to be driving a bus, driving an aeroplane, involved in sport. You know, people people have different tastes. Mm-hmm. And to, to find out your own niche, if you can, and then to do something about it. But above all, you know, people, communities, be involved in a community and uh, help them when you can. And mm-hmm. the, the thing I said earlier, I think is very worth well remembering, being a coward there and more. And to interpret that the way I do, no matter where you wander, there are people there that'll help you. If you need help and if you approach.
1: And don't be afraid to ask for it. Looking forward, what does the future hold?
0: Well, as it as it is at the moment. will just open up ahead. Let it, let it, let it, let it come, you know. And enjoy as much of it as you can.
1: Well, one of the key things, just from chatting to you, I suppose, is, and we hear a lot of it banded about in terms of the press and in terms of health at the minute, which is the, the word Mindfulness. And people talk about it and it become a really big, you know, they, it can be, be quite complicated. But actually a lot of what you're saying is about living in the moment, At the, in enjoying the moment, the moment. Yes. And, yes. So, you know, enjoying the people you surround yourself yeah, with, enjoy the experiences. And more
0: than back, learning from what is past, you know, and by all means to be involved with others in something, have another interest than in your main interest. And I think that helps a lot.
1: Mihalimar hardig I won't take too much more yeah, of your time. Thank yeah. you so much for uh, joining yeah, us on yeah. the Real Health Podcast today. I think our listeners are really going to gain from
0: me Don't take me too seriously. <laughs>
1: <laughs> your tips are brilliant. Yeah. It's been fascinating yeah, yeah. talking to you. I've been entranced over yeah. the course of yeah. the whole interview. Yeah. Safe trip back to Dingle, oh, yeah. and Dingle mean, uh, tomorrow. I'm fingers crossed, Limerick. Up at Mount fingers yeah. crossed, Limerick pull it off in uh, yeah. in a couple of weeks' they time. Might. Yeah, all yeah, going well. Thank you so
0: much fantastic thank yep. you so much for joining okay. us a safe trip down
1: well folks i hope you enjoyed that episode i think you'd agree with me it was fascinating simple lessons for life from an absolute legend of irish sport as ever you can email us it's real at independence.ie or hashtag real health podcast on twitter and on instagram don't forget to rate and review and as always i'll see you with a new show next week
0: Leia Healthcare. It's good to live. Proud sponsor of the Real Health Podcast with Carl Henry.